Good morning and welcome to the program. Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. MedPoint Health Half Hour on CFPL 980 Radio here. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you coming along. Today, Ron Young here, flying solo. I didn't, don't have any members of the team, uh, but that's quite all right because I'm going to have a great show. If you like the sound of my voice, you're in for a real treat. <laughs> uh, what do we got happening at MedPoint? There's so much stuff happening all the time. I, oh, I know I always say this, but when you're passionate about health like I am, it's always cool to try and get people involved, get people within the gym, uh, get people focused on their health because what's more important? I mean, yeah, TVs and stuff are really cool. The best car is really awesome. But unless your heart is beating well, uh, you're, you're, you know, eating properly, uh, you know, enjoying good health, all those things won't matter because you won't be able to enjoy them anyway. I've seen a lot of people uh, go through physiotherapy and they say, oh, I can't afford uh, to buy my set more sessions because my insurance has run out. And they're so close, so close to finishing the therapy. But they are fine with telling me how much their new TV costs and all that stuff. So it is one of those things where you need to make sure that you're, you're cognizant of your health and that you do everything in your power to maximize your health and, of course, limit the risk factors. So at the downtown location, we have group sessions happening. Really cool. You can go online and sign up for it. And that's at the downtown gym. Uh, we have a, a kind of a sampler pack if you're interested in our group fitness sessions. We'd love to see you in the gym. You can come down and uh, we would sign you up uh, through the online portal there and, and uh, just have to fill out some paperwork when you get to the gym and you can be doing a good hit workout or something like that. At the West 5, we've got the three-hour and five-hour medicals. So if you need a good diagnostic of your uh, health and, and where your baselines are at right now, Jump, jump in there because you know what? It's a great to be motivated in those ways to say, okay, this is where I was in 2018. And then maybe you'll want to book a medical again for next year and say, okay, I've actually made improvements here. So then you're not just going year to year kind of, uh, him and Han or thinking about what is happening with your health. You know, you know, you can see the evidence of it and you can see that, uh, there has been change and hopefully it's for the positive. In Tilsonburg Clinic, we're going to be doing telehealth there uh, two days a week for cardiology, as well as uh, we have the gym membership. So you don't even need to be with a trainer for the Tilsonburg Gym. You can sign up. It's $25 a month, uh, and that's a great rate. We actually did some research in the area, and we found that that is the lowest rate. So we want people to fill up the gym and get healthy this winter. Um, the one thing that I wanted to open up the show with was a little bit of a talk on spinal health because it's so important that we keep good spinal health. I mean, without the spine, we, we wouldn't be, uh, doing very well, but, uh, you know, we need to make sure that we know how the spine works and, and why it's important to keep good spine health because, it has a limited number of bends. I mean, certainly the spine is, you know, good for helping us to move, helping us to, to bend and, and stretch in different ways. But you have to see it as a lifetime thing that doesn't, you know, carry the greatest warranty if it, uh, if it starts to have problems. I was reading a book and um, it was, it was uh, 
lifelines. It's by a doctor, and she was saying that you know you need to you need to really save your spine for necessary bends. So if you're doing certain bends of the spine within the gym, like a Superman or something like that, that often will hold a high compressive force, which is stuff that you want to stay away from. And the compressive force that is on the spine when you're doing stuff like crunches and supermans and different things like that is almost double of what's acceptable. And Dr. Stuart McGill studied this stuff very extensively and um, found that uh, there are great core exercises out there, but that they all need to be done within a neutral spine. So stuff that where your spine is, is straight in alignment Uh, and that you're forcing the core to work in that neutral position. So stuff like the quadruped, where you're on all fours and you lift uh, one arm up and you lift one uh, the opposing leg up, that's a great exercise. Planking, it was a big craze five, six, seven years ago, uh, but it's actually one of the most effective exercises for your core. We also have uh, an exercise called the dead bug, appropriately named because you look like a dying bug while you do it. And that's where you're on your back and you let your arm drop and your leg drop. And of course, keeping your core tight through all that um, is going to really maximize the uh, activation, right? So if you are doing any core exercises, I say, always make it seem like you're getting punched in the stomach because you'll tighten the right muscles and the core complex is very... um, interesting. It's got so many moving parts that you need to make sure you're breathing throughout. Many people forget the diaphragm. Um, It's very much a core muscle. Breathing through an exercise and that you uh, are safely and effectively exercising because so many of those uh, exercises now are, you know, tearing your spine apart, right? They're they're making the spine work uh, more than it has to. And they're also making the spine uh, more fragile because it does have a limited amount of bends. It's it's something that uh, we need to we we can't take for granted because guarantee you're not thinking about this right now as I'm talking, but you will be when you're 70 and you know you can't bend over to tie up your shoes. So making sure that that is uh, that you have optimal spine health, that your core has great activation and good strength is going to carry you a long way, uh, and especially in the gym and for quality of life moving forward. Because we're seeing the silver tsunami now with a whole gamut of health problems. We're getting uh, our health uh, resources strained on that end of the spectrum with a great chunk of the population now going through uh, elderly times. And we're also having the uh, health system strained on the other end because a lot of kids are now developing childhood diabetes, um, obesity, So we're kind of in a big sandwich. If you're listening and you're 20, 30, 40, 50, you know, we need to make sure that we're really taking care of ourselves uh, going forward uh, or else we'll fall into some of the same mistakes that we've been encountering now. Um, You know what? If you want some more uh, expert guide with this, uh, coming down to the gym. MedPoint, we got the new location at the West 5 We have trainers who have all taken kinesiology through university, four-year degrees, wonderful people, all very personable, um, approachable. They're great to talk to. Pick our brains. You know, we got programs for everybody. We have uh, at-home programs. If you just want to exercise independently at home, we can do that. If you want to come in for three sessions a week, 
uh, we can do that as well. We got great uh, group sessions out there uh, at the West 5-2. And, uh, you know, we also have the gym studio downtown. So if that's a little closer to where you live, absolutely come in and drop by. We can give you a tour of the facilities. We can show you some of the programs and what to expect. And we have that expertise. We have the knowledge and the experience to deal with you in a professional way and a safe and effective way. So keep your spine healthy. Stay away from those crunches and those supermans because they're not doing a darn thing for you. Now, on the second half of my show, i got to take a quick commercial break, but on the second half of the show, I want to chat about Halloween. I know it's right around the corner. It's happening Wednesday of next week, and I want to better prepare you all to have a healthier Halloween. Uh, and how do we combat the all the candy that everybody gets? I'm going to break Halloween down by the numbers and kind of analyze things here. So that's what you can expect coming back from break. This is the MedPoint Health Half Hour on 980 CFPL. Hey, welcome back to the program. Ron Young here, MedPoint Health Half Hour. It's a pleasure to have you along. And uh, I'm excited that you've uh, tuned in because we got a lot of health stuff to talk about. And you know what? It's my passion. I love chatting about this stuff. I work in the healthcare field. So let's get right to it. At the beginning of the show, I opened up just by giving a glimpse of what services we have at MedPoint. So if you uh, missed that or you want to check that out, we have the website. Of course, it has everything listed there. It's medpoint.ca. You can book in a tour. You can uh, send in a contact form and we can reach out to you and see what service might suit you best. At the beginning of the show, I also talked about your spine. Why is it important to have good core control, good core strength, uh, quality of life as you age, and what exercises to stay away from and what exercises you should maybe lean a little bit more towards? On the second half of the show here, what I want to do is I want to just kind of break down Halloween by the numbers because it's a big event that's coming up on Wednesday night. And of course, lots of kids are going to be going out. Lots of kids are going to be consuming tons of candy over the next little while. But how can we how can we combat this? How can we kind of fight back and make sure that our kids aren't just eating uh, a, a ton of candy and getting cavities and different things like that? Well, let's break down Halloween first by the numbers, and then I'll get into some of the things that I recommend when it comes to um, fighting back against Halloween and all this uh, sugar. So uh, looking at some of these uh, numbers, $7.4 billion. That's what Americans spend on Halloween candy, costumes, and decorations in 2014. $7.4 billion. That's just America. Can you imagine if we canceled Halloween for a year and said, hey, let's give $7.4 billion to charity or to, <laughs> you know, a country that could, could really use that money? I mean, shouldn't we think about doing stuff like that? I don't know. I know the kids love it, but of course, that seems like a very high amount. That's American dollars, of course. And uh, for Canada, I wish I had those stats, but that was for $7.4 billion spent on candy, costumes, and decor. 90 million pounds of chocolate Americans buy during the week of Halloween. So look, they're not just consuming it, they're, they're buying it for distribution, right? It's, it's a lot of sugar, 90 million pounds of chocolate. That's a lot of chocolate. I bet the the chocolate bar manufacturers and such are just having a heyday when it comes to Halloween because they are raking it in with that. Uh, 41 million. That's the potential trick-or-treaters between the age of 5 and 14. 
41 million kids are going trick-or-treating, and they're going to be between the ages of 5 and 14. Isn't that crazy to think about? Um, you know, it's, it's a good chunk of the population. I'm sure there's lots of kids over the age of 14 as well doing it. And we know that there is. And, uh, but that's a good chunk of, of the demographic for trick-or-treaters. 35 million pounds of candy corn made for Halloween. Here's a couple of the fitness stats that I really like. 54 push-ups, what it take to burn off an apple cider donut. Uh, you know, you can always get different alternatives, right? There's different alternatives to donuts. And, and of course, 134 minutes of walking. Uh, it would take to burn off a small, or a tall, sorry, I've got to speak in Starbucks language, uh, Starbucks pumpkin spice latte. So uh, you can always cut the sugar down in those drinks and whatnot. Um, 1,690 pieces of candy a standard pillowcase can hold. Wow, that's crazy. Um, a couple more, um, percent of 41% of children ages, uh, two to 11 have cavities who've had the cavities in their teeth, 17 minutes of burpees required to burn off the calories in a bite-sized Snickers. Wow. 38.5 days. An average American will spend brushing their teeth over their lifetime. Dentists say the number should be closer to 60. And I'll throw one more out here. Uh, 10.5 grams of sugar in a Reese's peanut butter cup. That's America's favorite Halloween candy. And there are better ways to consume peanut butter and chocolate that won't cost as much in the caloric intake department. Um, so let's looking at some of these numbers, there's obviously they're not great, right? I mean, everybody loves to have fun with Halloween and I don't mean to be on here just being a bore and, and kind of, uh, ruining people's fun because let's face it, I'm going to be taking my kids out trick or treating as well. What do you do with the candy after is really, because a lot of kids like the experience of trick or treating. If we focus on, on, let's get rid of the candy. Okay. They get to dress up. My kids are going as Transformers this year. They're so excited. They got in their costumes. They've been getting in their costumes every night, and they're so pumped to go out that night and to show their friends, to ring doorbells, to walk around, to, to, to you know see other people. So it is an experience. It is a lot of fun. It is good exercise. I'm not condemning that part of Halloween at all. Now, when you throw the candy into it, and of course that's what uh, baits all the kids anyway, but looking and evaluating at uh, the situation and really analyzing, hey, is this, this is obviously a lot of candy. Can we somehow ration it, right? Maybe you want to save that candy and just give your kids a little bit here and there, right? If you reward them for doing something good around the house, perhaps a chore or something like that. Or maybe you want to uh, do the idea behind the switch witch, right? Where you say, okay, well, you can trade in your candy and I'll buy you a small toy or something from the dollar store. That's also a very effective way to get kids to uh, trade in some of those uh uh, chocolate bars and such, because let's face it, they don't need all that candy. And certainly if they're not properly brushing their teeth, they're going to be apt for a cavity or two. And it happens so easily. So be careful with that. Another thing that you can do is you can promote uh, a fun Halloween activity within your own home. And you can do stuff with fruit, like having a um, clementine or an orange, you know, when you peel it off, it looks like a pumpkin. Maybe you get uh, to decorate that and you put a celery stick in the top and, uh, 
make it look like a pumpkin there and the kids can maybe uh, have fun with that. Or I've also seen bananas become ghosts, right? With the chocolate chips in them and stuff. And you can kind of uh, dress them up as, uh, as you, as you like. I mean, then they're eating fruit. So it's a more natural sugar, of course. And they're kind of staying away. They're, they're not as interested in the chocolate bars for that moment while they're doing the activity. Of course, you can also do uh, Halloween crafts and different stuff like that to keep their minds occupied. And, uh, you know, also uh, going through their candy and making sure that you uh, teach them about it. Because really, education is is power. If you can tell your kids, look, this has a lot of sugar in it. Uh, I'm only going to allow you this much for right now. And maybe you can have the rest later. Then all of a sudden you're making a Kit Kat bar, which is like, you know, the two little pieces in, in the Halloween ones last the whole day. Maybe, okay, I'm going to give you your Kit Kat bar, uh, one half of it, uh, at, in the afternoon. And then, you know what, at nighttime you can have another half, but you need to make sure that you're brushing your teeth after. There's a whole bunch of different strategies that you can do. Uh, you can, of course, also cut the trick-or-treating time down. I know it's always a big joy for kids to go door-to-door-to-door-to-door-to-door-to-door and uh, get as much as they can. But you know what? If you just say, look, guys, we're going to go out for a half hour here, and then we're going to go to a haunted house, right there, you're already maybe cutting out a half hour of trick-or-treating, which could, could equate to about a half of a pillowcase. Let's face it, right? So... Most of all, what I want to wish everyone is a happy Halloween. I hope that you think about your health over this time and the health of your kids. And I know it's easy to say, look, they're just kids. Let kids be kids. They're going to eat candy. Yeah, I get it. They're going to have a lot of candy. Make sure that you just set them up for success. Educate them. uh, Ration it. Maybe try and uh, replace with healthier alternative snacks, uh, as well as you could do the toy replacement. Uh, and of course, uh, when it all comes down to it, they're going to consume the candy. So make sure that you are brushing your teeth properly. You show the kids how to brush properly, how to reach in properly and flossing as well. Everyone forgets to floss, let's face it. Uh, but it is very good for your teeth because those sugar germs sink deep into those crevices. So anyways, that was, uh, some of the stats on Halloween. I love, uh, pulling apart stats. It's always fun. Uh, if you have any questions about what you heard on the show today, it's just ron at medpoint.ca. Um, <laughs> I'll throw out one more stat here. 13.6 decayed tooth surfaces, the average adult 20 to 64 has. So that's likely from a few years of trick-or-treating, I would imagine. Um, so just be careful when you're doing, uh, when you're consuming a lot of candy, right? And try and find those healthier alternatives. Uh, if you want to check out our services, medpoint.ca, you can always uh, click on the links and, and scroll through and see what's right for you. And uh, I hope everybody has a great weekend. Um, stay safe out there. I know the weather's getting a little cooler. And uh, just uh, have a great, great weekend.